Stella Belafonte here, and thank you for joining me at my table on this Tuesday for another tasty top pick. We're going to have an appetizer because I'm greedy. Then there's the main course, which is what brought you here in the first place. And we'll end things with a sweet dessert. Boy, have I ever. I hope you're hungry. Enjoy. Stop doing the podcast. It ain't stopping. Y'all gonna get this podcast. Hey, hey, Stella Belafonte here, and thank you for joining me this Tuesday at my table. For another tasty topic. What's going on, everybody? All my tasters. Well, apparently, the world is upside down. Everything's upside down and all around. I'm sure you're all aware. Well, before we get into what's got the world upside down right now, let's get into Stella's mentals. Mentally, as I'm recording this episode, this is the best I have felt in ages. When I tell you I'm ready to dance, sing, give God all the praise because I have been feeling so shitty. So, so shitty. And I know that this is something that I have discussed with you all in very minor detail, but Stella's not feeling shitty today. And I'm just so grateful to be feeling normal. Now, today, we have reached about 90 degrees as I'm at my table recording this episode. It's just after 3.30 p.m. And for most people, hot weather makes them sleepy. I was talking to my Batman, my bae, and he says that the heat is making him sleepy. And you know what, Tasis? I'm different. I'm one of those people with the hot weather actually i'm one of those vitamin d blacks like that sunshine and vitamin d it has me out here like popeye on his spinach plus this new vitamin that i'm taking if i didn't discuss it with you all before i'll discuss it with you all um another day i think i might have given the details about it but it is so good like i've been taking it for about a week strong and i feel like today is the day that the shit kicked in i feel great so mentally oh i'm doing even better because guess what tasters i am finally finally on apple podcast man when i tell you they was making that shit so difficult i didn't understand why it was so hard to get on apple and i was really down about that because apple is one of the biggest podcast distributing platforms that you want to be on and for some reason i was just never able to upload upload my podcast to apple i guess i didn't know what i was doing and they they don't make it easy like you have to wait a couple of hours or a day or so to even be approved they ask for all your account information your rss feed and all these details it's like damn it wasn't as hard to get on any of the other streaming platforms but again Apple Podcasts is one of the greatest that will get me the most traction because I want you all to listen to my tasty topics, hear what I got to say. And here's a tasty treat coming up Tuesday, July 5th. Get ready. Stay tuned because me and Lance Liverpool, we are doing it again. 
I am dropping an episode on Tuesday, July 5th. Mark it down, set your calendars, put it in your memo pads. He and I are going to talk about sex, baby. Yeah, with all of the shit that's been going on lately and um just it's just going to be an entire sex episode so get ready like look prep your mind for what it could possibly what we could possibly be getting into but i promise not to disappoint my commitment to all my listeners look all tree is tasty content and i'm gonna stick to it so anyway i'm sitting here on this warm breezy day and I am sipping on blood orange lemonade. No booze, just a cold glass of blood orange lemonade. See, that's one good thing about gentrification. When they gentrify neighborhoods and we get all of these fancy gourmet organic markets, you get blood orange lemonade. You don't have to just drink Tropicana Pink no more. This is blood orange by a company called Mayors, and it's so good. And as far as food, I'm looking forward. Look, here we go. Big city girl. You hear the sirens. Wee, wee, wee. Well, anyway, I'm looking forward to treating myself later to stuffed french fries from a place called Spuds. It's located in Brooklyn. It's a overloaded french fry restaurant. That's Spuds with a Z at the end. Tasters, this place their food is just so good. And it's like greedy food. Like heavy snack food. Like you wouldn't want to go in there if you're looking for a solid meal. Like if you're in the mood for a steak and, and potatoes. Like you'll get it as fuzz. But it ain't going to be a steak and potatoes on a plate. It's going to be french fries loaded with Philly cheesesteak and peppers and onions. Oh, they got all sorts of toppings. The possibilities are endless. They have um, already set potatoes with they got waffle fries regular wedges and they have a menu with a different variety of toppings and then they have make your own and they offer so many different toppings you got chicken shrimp steak vegan options all type of cheese and sauces oh oh my mouth is watering just thinking about it because i'm hungry but like i said um that'll be later when i step outside so anyway Let's get into these tasty topics for this Tuesday. And, you know, I got to be honest, the initial topics, I I wouldn't call this tasty. I know you probably all are like, well, damn, Stella, every week something's leaving a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah, kind of, sort of. This week, we're going to get into it about what's left the bad taste in my mouth. So, as of Friday, June 24th, 2022. The Supreme Court of the United States made a decision and slammed the gavel on overturning the Roe versus Wade decision from nearly 50 years ago. The Roe versus Wade decision was about women's abortion rights in the United States. So I'm not completely well versed on what's going on, but it sounds like, and from what I'm reading in comments and hearing on the news, As a woman, you are not going to be able to just jump up and legally have an abortion anymore. And people were helping me out posting states where the abortion ban are going to take effect within the next 30 days. So when you get a chance, go online, tasters, 
and you'll find out the states where the ban uh, is definitely going into effect. The red states, for sure, where they may ban abortions. Then there are states where they are uncertain. And they are states where abortion is definitely going to remain legal. So, tasters, for your knowledge, get a pen, get your phone out, get your memo pads ready. This is specifically for my women. The following are states, according to a map that I'm reading, where abortion, this ban, is not going to affect these states. Starting with number one, New York State. If you need to have an abortion for any reason, you will be able to do so in New York. New Jersey, New Hampshire, Maine, Delaware, Colorado, California, Washington State, the state of Oregon, and Arkansas. The states that you all need to beware, again, those red states, if something happened and God forbid you need to take care of your abortion business as a woman, you ain't going to be able to do so in the next 30 days in Louisiana, Utah, Wyoming, Kentucky, Tennessee. You may not be able to do it in Georgia, the Carolinas, Ohio, and Alabama. But again, if you're in the uppermost states like New York, New Hampshire, Delaware, Maine, out west in California, Nevada, Colorado, Washington State, even Hawaii, you should be okay. And just to think that in 2022, with all that's going on in the world this is what our United States Supreme Court decided to focus on and fight for we are through the roof with gas prices you better off beating your feet like Justin Timberlake to work every day um, if you live in a state where there is no available public transportation system you're in trouble you need to work extra hours or try to apply for a better paying job you know the majority of us just to be able to afford gas i keep hearing rumors of a food shortage and honestly tasters that scares the shit out of me because not only am i greedy that just doesn't sound like it, it doesn't sound real. Like I remember when you read about like famines and food shortages, you think about the Great Depression and World War II or all the things that were happening. You know, when there was the famine going on in Biafra and Africa, you know, Ethiopia all those years ago. And people are taking this as a joke. You hear comedians telling jokes about chicken wings and there's a chicken wing shortage and shelves are going without food and I, I can't believe it and I gotta be honest with you tasters in a world like this to take away a woman's right to decide whether or not she is going to keep a child is really unfair because that's what this whole decision is about they're getting into our reproductive business it, it, it's it's not about right to life and all that other stuff like i i just have such an issue with that it's really about a woman they're taking away a woman's right and her strength to be able to say you know what i thought i wanted this and maybe i don't i thought i could handle this and i can't and that's what the overturning of roe versus wade has done you know i'm sorry for women that need abortions for medical reasons you know health issues 
But you should be able, in my opinion, as a woman, to say, I can't do this. And it shouldn't be anyone's business. It should be between you and the person that performs your procedure. So again, tasters, even if you have to rewind the last couple of minutes of this episode to find out what states you're safe in, do that. Write them down. Lock them in because it's about to be crazy. And one thing I will say, no matter what, as women, we're going to take care of our business, whether it's right or wrong, healthy or fucked up. And I just assume that with this overturn of Roe versus Wade, two things are going to happen. You're going to have women, young women, older women, all women who are able to procreate, feeling stuck, either feeling guilt tripped into keeping unwanted children or we want to get back into the back alley days let's talk about it you know back alley abortions you know the, the whole coat hanger shit i'm sorry if this triggers you but that's what happens when you take away a woman's rights to do what she needs to do for her reproductive system and her body yeah um, I'm seeing all of these posting memes, you know, like they said, black people to, you know, we got to turn everything into a joke. And it's not that like they said, sometimes if you don't laugh about it, you'll end up crying. And it is a crying shame. I've seen posts about people are going to start advertising abortions by Maya, like just stupid shit, but you know, oh well, you can't tell a nigga to nut and you know, no more nutting me daddy, but that's really the real deal, so speaking of nutting and, and, and abortions by Maya, this is just my opinion, now we gonna get into a tasty opinion, this is just from Stella's mind and Stella's heart, I feel like with what's going on, ladies, I'm not talking about women who need abortions again because of health issues and crisis and health scares us women who are still fertile and able to procreate protect your womb ladies protect your womb you see all these posts about fuck boys and fuck niggas and, and getting mixed up with the wrong one the united states has made it so ain't, ain't no more just jumping up and and Saying, oh, well, this nigga made me mad. I don't want this baby. Protect your womb. Let's start getting our birth control business together. If you know, again, this is just Stella's opinion. And from Stella's heart, that a baby is the last thing that you want. Or you're unsure? Lock in your birth control methods. Whatever floats your boat. Whatever is best for you. You know, I hear a lot of women make the excuse, oh, birth control has side effects. It can't ain't gotta be a pill. It don't have to be an IUD. Talk to your doctor. Know your body. Find out what methods of birth control are right for you. Because I'm telling you, ladies, if you fuck around and you play this, I can't use birth control game, and, and you think that you're gonna jump up and, and just be able to handle your business got a rude awakening coming then the only thing that i will say that scared me someone made a comment i saw online that next is going to be our birth control rights taken away from us they sure making it hard to be a woman they're they gonna make it where a lot of us have a little bit of the miss sophia syndrome huh i'm sipping on this lemonade it's so good 
Yeah, let's talk about that. And then I was seeing posts. Um, the first person that saw this post because it's something that popped up in my mind was Demetria Lucas. If you do not follow Demetria Lucas, you should. She's a writer, a blogger. She has been on reality series and Demetria knows her shit. And she posted a picture of a scene from The Handmaid's Tale. If you are not familiar with The Handmaid's Tale, it was a novel from years ago that was made into a series on Hulu. Basically about a portion of the United States being taken over by men. It became male-dominated. And I guess you would call it this totalitarian society. Oh, that's a big word. I hope I'm using it in context. I'm going to look it up. But yeah, where the men took over and the only purpose that women serve are to procreate and have babies. Because for some reason within this society, fertility is down. So the only thing that women are good for in this world are procreation or being made for the women that procreate and um she posted a picture of a scene from the handmaid's tale all the women in their red dresses and their white hats kneeling and it scared me because i had that same thought i said you know what we are really moving into handmaid's tale territory with this shit and then it became really crazy about race tasters like Honestly, with this thing, I don't know what to think. So after seeing Demetrius post about The Handmaid's Tale, I read a post from a young woman on Twitter that says, When white women reference The Handmaid's Tale as warning of an apocalyptic future, instead of a factual historical record, I know they haven't listened to black and indigenous women or done the readings. Everything in the book and show has already happened to black women. And it's like, damn is that that's what's going on because i noticed that with this roe versus wade decision being overturned and completely dismantled white women are really angry like yes we we are upset as black women but the white women and it's like that's what really made me perk up and take notice because tasters we all know we live in a world where when white women are mad that's when shit gets done so, and speaking of it being about black and white, a school friend of mine that I've known since elementary school, who's a doctor now, sent me a message because I put up a post. Yeah, I, I jumped on it. I, I, I was all locked up and locked in my mind about this decision and burning inside and feeling angry. And, you know, she sent me a message that that shouldn't be our focus Actually, I'm going to read you the message because it got really deep and it kind of left me speechless. Okay, here we go. Bear with me, tasters, because I'm about to give it to you. She said, and this is all a quote, people should care more about the economy than Roe versus Wade. This Biden regime is on a mission of diverting real issues while the ability to live and make a decent living is disappearing. Stay focused on what matters, inflation. Don't get sidetracked. Whether one has an abortion or not is not going to stop you from getting bread. This is the words of a doctor, a female doctor. Inflation, no decent jobs, Biden getting access to your bank account. Those are the real stories. Are you able to afford rent or get a mortgage? What's going to happen to you when you become 65? 
Biden is too focused on making policies that will benefit the economic gain of working people, not diverting people away from his bullshit. This decision is not the real story. And then she said, you know, I still love you, my childhood friend, but I understand if you disagree. And I'm going to be honest with you, Tasis. She hit me with so much shit. I didn't know whether to agree or disagree. Like I said, this, this, this shit is crazy. And I don't understand all the politics behind it. I can't believe that we live in a world. This is the United States of America where our Supreme Court justices can just get out of bed and determine what is right or wrong for women's bodies. You know, that's got women as uh, white women so upset. And, um, and when I say white women, I mean that because they are taking this really hard and I'm not privy again to what goes on in their world. And I'm, I'm just so curious, like, yes, again, this decision seems really unfair and out of nowhere, but the anger, the, 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 the screams, the shouts, I hear that they already walking across the Brooklyn Bridge and shit like that and, and, and it's like damn but i don't want this to turn into a handmaid's tale and you know what somebody made i've read a few comments or a few articles about the fact that the united states is actually trying to return to a patriarchal system that when donald trump said make america great again and they started wearing those maga hats it was like a dog whistle to let everybody know that a handmaid's tale is coming that this shit could become an actual reality Woo. blessed be and again protect your wombs let's enforce birth control and let's move on now from Roe versus Wade and this recession to animal rights talk about the rights of animals tasters i know you like how the fuck did you get into that this is how it all ties in let's be real a lot of times i don't know what other races of women do as black women what makes us have abortions is getting caught up and knocked up by men who are so unworthy who don't even deserve to breathe air out here and I brought this up because we are going to talk about Mr. Caesar Emanuel of the so-called tattoo reality show on VH1, Black Ink Crew, who has been let go and dismissed from his detail as a tattoo parlor owner and artist for beating the fuck out of one of his dogs while he's in his Versace robe and slippers late at night. And the shit was caught on camera. See, my my lady tasters, this is the type of shit that you got to protect your wombs from. And why this whole thing bothers me is because, let's talk about black men and their anger. I see two types of angry, abusive black men that I've been watching over the years. Two types. Angry, abusive black men that take their abuse and anger out on the women and children in their lives. Angry, abusive black men who take their anger out on animals, on their pets. I'm going to take it way back. Years ago, I had a family member who had a, a boyfriend who became a baby father. And he was laying up in her house, piece of shit, bum ass nigga, 
ended up being a crackhead. Yes, I'm going to talk about him. As far as I'm concerned, the man is dead. I was told that he was either dead or near death. He ought to be. And he would sit in the house and get drunk. And to be funny, he would terrorize her dog. I'll never forget this as a child. And it's not like he was beating on the dog. And this dog was so beautiful. Oh, rest in peace. I don't want to say his name because I don't want to give away too many details. I'm talking about the dog's name. But he was one of the most pretty. He was like a border collie mixed with something else. His fur was all shiny and silky and curly. He had like beautiful, look, beautiful dog features. And he was so reserved and sweet. A Look, a good boy. Good boy. And her boyfriend would get tipsy and giggly and smoke his little weed and drink. I remember he was drinking it. What's this? It was called Ballantine. That's how you know it's old school shit. Drinking this malt liquor called Ballantine. I remember I liked that he drank Ballantine because the Ballantine cap, that that beer brand, it was called Ballantine L, came with puzzles to solve underneath the cap, like little riddles. And I would look forward to that. But what I didn't look forward to from this nigga is how drunk and stupid he would get. And he would just terrorize the dog. He would start stomping. He would just run past the dog to scare him. When the dog would hide under the couch, he would go and grab him and just start shaking him. Never like physically hitting him or kicking him, but start shaking him all around and... I can remember this particular family member of mine, and this was her man. She would just say, stop. Would you leave the dog alone? Stop it. Don't do that. And that was her tone with him. Stop it. Don't do that. Leave the dog alone. Like, this, this, this was fucking okay. So, when this nigga Caesar Emanuel got caught whooping on that dog, now he's sorry that he was caught. He made a public video stating that he was not abusing the dog. He actually told the lie. And I listened to him. But they said it's all in the eyes. Your lies is all in your eyes. And body language says everything. In this video, I knew he was lying. And I flashed back to my family member's boyfriend. He said that he was not abusing the dog. That he's got two dogs in the house. And they were trying to kill each other. And it was scaring him. So what he was trying to do was use the tactics that he learned in dog obedience school. How to correct his dog. So I want to know what dog obedience school taught Caesar Emanuel. That in order to control your pet. You have to beat them with a chair. That you have to kick them. And yell and scream at them. And frighten them until they're cowering and afraid to come in the house what obedience school is this that taught you to beat on your dog to the point that they are afraid and run out the house because that's what i see happen from that fucking video the dog was so afraid that it ran and it somehow got out the door and he was chasing behind it and once he got outside just like a couple of people said i couldn't even fucking watch the video it broke my heart so bad because, again, as it ties in, ladies, these are the types of niggas that you need to protect your womb from. And this is not the first that I've seen. I, I have a confession to make. I remember years ago, and when I was in my teens, I was dealing with this nigga that was so fine. Oh, my God. He was a street nigga. We just going to call him Ra. Ra was street nigga. He was beautiful. Oh my God. Thick eyebrows, long lashes, getting money. This was one of the first dudes in my young years that gave me money like 
this is something that he was supposed to do. I'm talking about, I'm 17 years old and he had just peel off $100 like here. And that's back before I even started getting my nails done. So that $100 was just going to, you know, buy clothes, running downtown to Rainbow and Strawberry. But, you know, I digress. But anyway, I'm dealing with this young man and he was in a dog fighting. And I'll never forget, I went to see him one day at, his, it, it was a trap house in Brooklyn, in Bed-Stuy. A trap house that has now become a gourmet restaurant. <laughs> Can you imagine? Every time I pass that bitch, I'm like, yo, I remember they used to fight dogs. Well, anyway, as much as I'm a pet lover, I was so crazy about this man that I turned a blind eye to the fact that he was involved with dog fighting and they would place big money and big bets on this shit. Again, I never sat through any of the fights. I never watched. I never listened. But I remember coming to the trap one day and he was excited because somebody sold him a pit bull for dirt cheap. And he had a weight around the dog's neck. And this dog was almost blind in one eye but he was strong and he was tough and I'll never forget at the time Rob was like yo you see him you see the muscle on this nigga yo he gonna get me some real money and you know I don't know I don't even know what my thought process was back then I just felt like hey this is nigga shit this is street shit this is what street niggas do they shoot you know what I'm saying they play CeeLo and, and, and they fight dogs and you know what? It turned out that he was a piece of shit. He was an asshole. He was never abusive to me, but he wasn't a good guy. And you know, I learned that shit in the end. And all I'm going to say is, back in those days, thank God for Roe versus Wade and being able to take care of your business in the state of New York. Because I was definitely lucky. <coughs> Excuse me, Tasters. To be able to protect my womb <clears throat> oh, pardon me for the cough from the likes of him. Hey, Tasters, I'm back. I had to take a pause for the cause. I don't know what happened, but I guess telling that story, I don't know if it's karma or God was trying to sit me down. I got into the worst coughing fit out of nowhere. Wasn't choking on my lemonade. Again, a coughing fit. Like I said, talking about protecting your womb from these violent men especially violent towards animals so back to Caesar Emmanuel he's getting everything that's coming to him he has been dismissed from the VH1 show and possibly won't ever work in this town again but here's the darker side of this whole animal rights issue maybe about a year ago the same man Caesar Emmanuel was accused even though it wasn't caught on camera of beating on his teenage daughter they said that she was in shower in the shower completely undressed look fully nude and that he got angry at her for some reason maybe about not washing dishes or cleaning her room and busted into the bathroom while this young woman was bathing and proceeded to fuck her up his own daughter so the only thing that really burns me up about this situation, and you know, it, it's been said a lot. Why the hell was him beating on his daughter not enough to get him fired or dismissed, you know, as a, a C-list star out here? But him beating on a dog, that was just 
the straw that broke the camel's back. And that's another question that I have. You know, I'm not trying to sound racist. But I, I need to do my reading and my research. I think maybe years ago I did come across some literature about this. White people and their pets, especially their dogs, their connection with their pets is so strong and so deep. I guess they said from ancient time, like running with the wolves and shit back in ancient Rome or Greece. Because they are serious about their dogs. They are not as serious about us. I mean, let's be honest with you. You got footage of white folks using dogs to attack us during the civil rights movement. Dogs were used to hunt us, you know, during the, the enslavement period. During, you know, in the antebellum south, they used dogs to hunt us down. So it's just like this connection that white folks have with their dogs I can't lie, Taster. Sometimes I feel it's kind of crazy. No animal deserves to be abused, but I don't feel that animals should be given dominion and importance over human life and human safety. And again, even though I feel like Caesar Emanuel is a fuck, fuck nigga and he deserves everything that's coming to him, I wish that they had gotten the ball rolling sooner and he should have been fired when he was accused of beating on his daughter like that. But the story that's being told is there was no evidence that there was a lot of he say she say and back and forth so tasters i want to end this episode with i'm i want to really seal for us women protecting our wombs we are living in a crazy world right now with things upside down and really unfair protect yourself take care of your abortion business as far as your research you know if you're going to be out here young and doing you and not giving a fuck you got to learn to give a fuck let's take care of our bodies take care you know do more research into our abortion rights protest if you have to oh another thing that i found very interesting they posted a list of businesses that will provide transportation and will finance abortions for women if they happen to live in a state where the abortion ban has gone into effect. And I found that it was like, wow, just to let you know, Yelp is up there. I thought that was like really amazing. Um, and the reason why I mentioned Yelp is because I am a Yelp elite. And I thought that this was like, again, it was fucking amazing. So just look it up. There's going to be a list of all types of businesses, restaurant businesses, major banks, hospital corporations where ladies, if you happen to get pregnant and you decide that you need an abortion and you live in a state where the abortion ban has gone into effect, you are able to contact these major corporations and they will fund your abortion services or at least fund your expenses into the next state. For you to be able to take care of yourself and speaking of taking care of ourselves again I, I just want us to be right ladies it's summertime it's beautiful if you are involved with abusive dog beating cat stomping men you shouldn't be let them go you know if you are out here and I'm not judging but I'm just saying protect yourself as far as just having aimless sex 
when I say aimless, just saying, oh, fuck it, you know, I'll pop a plan B. I don't think we should be doing that either. You know, I see a lot of plan B memes. I got to be real. I've never taken a plan B. I've seen it and I've heard about it, but I don't think that's something that should be used as birth control. Plan B, if, okay, how can I explain it? Plan B is the drug that stops fertilization from happening. It's supposed to prevent it. And sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. But ladies, let's let's stop putting ourselves in the positions where you pop in a plan B. I mean, even though you, you got to do what you have to do. Like I said, let's just vet these men better. Take care of ourselves. Get into our birth control business protect our wombs and enjoy the summer of 2022 because I don't know about you all but the last thing I want to be is out here with my belly out with an unwanted child by some jackass running around because well you know fortunately I live in New York State where apparently Roe versus Wade being overturned it's not going to affect anything but I just don't want to be out here with my belly out having to concern myself with my abortion rights. So again, just protect yourselves, ladies. And thank you all for listening. And I do not have a boy, have I ever. But again, stay tuned. Tuesday, July 5th. It's going to be a tasty Tuesday with myself and Lance Liverpool. And oh, also mark your calendars. I'm not sure which day, but stay tuned for next week. I'll drop it. I'll, you know, I'll upload another tasty topic episode. It may be off. It may not be on a Tuesday to let you know that my episode is coming up with the gentleman Llama from Views of an Ex. Again, I was his guest a few weeks ago, and we had a really good conversation about a blast from my past. So again, if you don't follow Llama, you should. You follow him on Instagram and you can listen on Spotify, Apple, all of the streaming platforms. It's called Views of an Ex Podcast. It's excellent. It's fun. And I feel like my episode was like really, really good. So get into it. Tasters, enjoy your Tuesday. Enjoy this weather. I'm looking forward to some um, 4th of July weekend shenanigans and that's that bye hey hey tasters i just couldn't end this episode without an add-on yes i'm doing it again i couldn't go away without letting you know this um it's so funny that i mentioned white women in my episode and how you know, strongly they feel about the whole decision. You know, a lot, we all feel strongly, but white women are taking this really, really hard. And no sooner than I put the episode together and prepared it to be posted, I came across a think piece. I think that's what they're calling it now by Candace Owens. Listen, yes, Candace Owens is right wing. She is a Republican and a lot of people shit on Candace and Candace actually knows her stuff. Candace is a strong tourist woman. And one thing Candace Owen will not do is bullshit you. And she does this incredible think piece about Margaret Sanger, uh, the so-called 
activist. I think they called her a woman's rights activist from back in the day. She, yeah, she's one of the dead and gone white women who actually was responsible for Planned Parenthood. Trigger warning. Planned Parenthood was actually started by Margaret Sanger and it was her um, brainchild in reference to black women having abortion. She was an advocate of that. She was a eugenicist, if that's what they call, call it. She believed in eugenics and she felt like we really didn't have a place here. It, yeah, this is very, um, and she was born before that Nazi era. But anyway, I don't want to over talk it and I don't want to speak on things I don't know. But when you all get a chance, especially my lady tasters, look up the think piece, look up what Candace Owens just said about Margaret Sanger and the whole Roe versus versus Wade decision. Yes, I'm stumbling over my words because this was so exciting to me. I knew I wasn't losing it. I said it's just something very sinister about the way that white women are carrying on past this decision and the things that they're saying and oh she mentions Amy Schumer like Amy Schumer again doing what what white people do comparing this decision to slavery like they, they compare everything to slavery from animals getting run over in the street to um not being able to pick out your favorite yoga mat in class if they're not able to do that they equate it with slavery and it's fucking sickening so again tasters when you all get a chance make sure you check out what candace owens posted about a day after the roe v wade decision and she gives some really really deep details about this whole event. And if you don't know who Margaret Sanger is, you'll know who Margaret Sanger is after Candace Owens gets into your head. And no, for any of you who don't know or you're wondering what my stance is, okay, Stella Belafonte is pro-womb protection, okay? This is new terminology. I'm not pro-life. I'm not pro-choice. I am pro-womb protection because I feel like you know, all of us ain't so fortunate to be in love and have husbands that just want to fill us up with babies and just have all of it. You know, what, what do they call it? These generations. You know, sometimes you meet a lot of fuck niggas and no good ass men that just want to pop you and then leave you. And no, protect your wombs, ladies. Protect your wombs from the bullshit, please. I implore you to protect your wombs. Again, if you ain't ready and you ain't sure, get your birth control business in order. So that, again, is Stella Belafonte's stance. I am pro-womb protection. How about that? Thank you again for listening, tasters. This was a deep one, and I appreciate you all.